1: Discounts not available in all states and situations.
2: There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the
1: left.
0: Side stories. Side
1: stories. Right your glade. That's when the cannibalism started.
0: Side, side stories. <laughs> yes.
2: Oh
1: yeah. Oh mm. man, I'm just see these side stretches that I'm doing. I do see those side stretches you're doing, yeah. Opening up the guts for some fucking jam and some food inside of my fucking holes this week, man. Absolutely. So food horny at the beginning of a week. Sometimes I do that. You get food horny? I sit and I and I'm eating one meal and I know like I have a specifically planned other big meal that's coming in the future.
0: Wait, you meal, you, you cheat on the meal that you're eating by fantasizing about another meal. Emotionally cheating, not physically
1: cheating. But I sit and I, and I do and I think and I get kind of a, a titter. I have a titter inside of me, <laughs> just knowing that I'm gonna have some because Jackie's making some mac and cheese, uh-huh. which I'm excited for. And we're gonna brain a turkey. Oh, and I'm watching these videos on deep frying a turkey. I might convince Jackie to try it. Yeah. Great! Oh God, I'm just getting so fucking big for it.
0: Well, indeed you are. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben Kissel, oh. hanging out with Henry Zabrowski on this week's Abe Lincoln's Top Pad, I actually talked about factory farming and what's going on regarding it's a treatment of dogs in this country. You did an episode about dogs being
1: grounded into <laughs> food for Thanksgiving. It, no, the dogs aren't just grounded a break. into. Not for or food. All we ask for is a break from <laughs> all of this horseshit for several days and i know yes it's there's genocide in thanksgiving yes i get it man yes you know what the only thing i'm genociding this fucking thursday
0: sides mashed potatoes and stuffing
1: okay brussels sprouts you know what because i'll put it this way i am not liberating the brussels sprout mill that's going on in jackie's (laughs) kitchen this week unfortunately maybe that doesn't make me a fucking savior
0: but i can't be a savior Every day of the GD week. All right. Thanksgiving, the one day a year you're allowed to be ignorant. You're ignorant. I'm ignorant. And that's okay. No, I
1: mean, I say I invite every Native American I see to dinner.
0: Uh Uh-huh. I'm sure that that doesn't horrify them.
1: No, and, and the way you could tell is, ah, God, can you even say that it's because they're wearing feathers? But nowadays, because of Coachella culture, right. Coachella culture has spread the indigenous person look into deep
0: into, into white women's lives. Hipster cultural appropriation is a very real thing, and it must end now. You know, oh. I
1: also notice there's a big thing in New York with the hipster clothing. It's very specifically, it's a New York look where they like to dress like a 1920s painter or workman. They're right. fetishizing people who have to work for a living yes absolutely That's what, i would say that about the overalls look you are fetishizing somebody whose job is i believe farmers wear overalls so they could because they, i think the proper way to tech of corn is ripe is by rubbing your dick on it yeah
0: i don't know i don't know We'll ask marcus I'm not certain. No, I, I really don't know, but I would assume there's something like that. But I agree with you. Stop dressing like you're a 1920s painter because we all know you're a 2019 out-of-work, unemployed person who is siphoning money from their parents. Come on. Technically not. I mean, not out of
1: money. Whoever you no, are, because the, those workman's clothes cost quite a bit of money. It takes a lot of money to dress like you paint houses for a living in, in New York City. I mean, I guess,
0: but they may do make money, people who paint houses. They do, and there's nothing wrong with being a house painter. I was a house painter in college. I lasted one full summer. Turns out, not very good at painting, and I don't like heights, uh, so that was that was quite scary for me. But speaking, how do you uh,
1: put on a hat
0: then? It, <laughs> man, it's like I'm not going to be with you on Thanksgiving, and but I feel like I am. But I feel what like was I'm your resume right
1: for painting houses. Did you just paint one of your legs and say, "Look, there's a driveway"?
0: Well, you don't paint driveways. (laughs) But speaking of food, Henry, did you see what's going on with Papa in the house, Papa John? Papa John is wet and struggling. He is losing it. He is so, I guarantee you, he is hoarding weapons. He is close to a mass shooting.
1: When he said the word, so we're referring to uh, Papa John himself. What is his real name? Papa John Schneider. Yeah, John Schneider. 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 Yeah. Um, he did a what he called it's a, a it's sort of like an exclusive personal revealing interview for what yes. I believe is WDRB news. Um, in which he said a lot of stuff that's pretty puzzling. And the reason why we're covering this on side stories is because we Kisle and I are both pretty certain Papa John is about to fucking. Tch-
0: take it to the streets. Yes, this is this is pre-Papa John crime. This is pre-Papa John crime because he is pissed off and the funny thing is you won't be able to obviously see it because this is audio. We're going to play a 25-second clip here, but he is no longer the CEO of Papa John's. And the but reason why still, that is... But he still dresses he, like he is. He still wears yes. the red shirt and the khakis.
1: Because yep. he won't let it go. He, he won't, won't let, let it go. It go. He, uh, he was fired. He was let go from his own company for saying a racial slur on a recorded conference call. A he, conference call to all his people. He was role-playing. That's what he said. He was role-playing. I, I don't I, want to talk about the nature of character on this show. I don't <laughs> want it to talk about it in in reference to Papa John. Because I resent his role-playing. I agree. His role-playing stance. Because some of us, <laughs>
0: Henry Zbrowski, have role-played in the past. Let's get into this uh, conversation that he had. And again, this is why he is on. The Zabrowski-Kissel detective radar. Crime watch. Crime watch. Pre-crime watch. Let's listen. I've had over
2: 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Livy currently and Mark Shapiro should be in jail. He has no pizza experience. He's never been in the pizza category. I would just say, stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. The record will be straight. Why not set the record straight down? I mean, what is it about the record that's not straight? (laughs) Stay tuned.
1: Whoa! What does that even mean? Okay. And this clip comes from a Twitter account, at Bubba Prague, uh, on the internet. I can't speak to what else he posts, but we,
0: this is where this clip was lifted from. Number one, breaking this down, we've covered every single serial killer, every major serial killer, now we're onto people like Haddon Clark. He is eating 40 pizzas in 30 days. I to me, this is troll. gearing up for Berserker mode.
1: What he is doing, think about how scary this is. Right. Your boss is fired. This is like you're at any job. Let's say you work for, I don't know. Sitco. What? Sitco, the gas station. I always wanted to do that. You work for Sitco, the gas station. (laughs) Your boss says the N-word to everybody at work and is fired. He now is arriving at the gas station. Forty times within thirty uh, for within thirty days to test the taste of the gasoline to see it's the same, <laughs> right? I don't know if that's the exact analogy, but it's the boss keeps showing
2: up being like, could help but notice that, um, all your jerky. Is completely unorganized. You're supposed to put it (laughs) by spicy and put it by pork and put it by chicken.
1: And he keeps coming because he says he's doing quality control on Papa John's since the helm was taken from him. (laughs)
0: Yes. So it reminds me a little bit of the first... Rambo movie, where yes, he left <laughs> Vietnam, but Vietnam did not leave him, and Papa is just, he has not gotten the net. He's like the girl from from Wayne's World, where it's like, we broke up three months ago, dude. You just have to stop eating all of our food. Well, he keeps showing up. Number one,
1: can you imagine the delivery driver? Because at this point, I imagine, same route, you're seeing him quite often. Oh yeah, You know David. it's Papa John's, because he's got a shirt on that says Papa John yep you know it's him definitely you have to deliver the same pizza to papa john who answers the door soaking wet because i don't know why he's soaking wet <laughs> in this interview know. he is literally <laughs> he looks like he just did
0: the ice bucket challenge yes he is soaked but it's not he's like wet. yeah
2: so uh thank you so much for delivering me this so uh, tell me you give me that extra garlic butter and there's like i asked
3: for yeah yeah it's always in there papa can I correct yeah. you guys, actually? He's not wearing a shirt that says Papa John's. It says Jeff Baseball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he is not in the company anymore, but he is still wearing the company colors because he bleeds, well, red, like all of us I bleed. think that might
3: be his new name. Is Joe Baseball? Jeff Baseball. No! Jeff Jeff Baseball. Be-
0: that might be what he orders under, is Jeff Baseball. He'd be like, there's no way, they um, Come on, catch me now.
1: Two Chiefs pizzas for John Schneider. Uh, actually, uh, the name is Jeff
2: Baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Baseball.
1: I'm an anonymous citizen living in this pizza-shaped mansion. <laughs> You're, uh, yeah, I mean, I obviously <laughs> couldn't tell that this was the Papa John's compound, which is a giant J, all pizza-colored. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> You're so, here prettier I- than some of the other delivery boys they send my way. You must be trying to get on good terms. I'm getting back in. Papa John. I'm so close to being back in. I'm going to be slinging pizzas with all my favorite races. Each race is my favorite. I'm trying to reverse it. Come on, you
0: Papa John, Henry says he is wet, and he is wet, but he's also... I don't... I think he's covered in a sheen. Like it's a Vaseline sheen that he is wearing. And now his mask, his face looks like he's wearing a mask because he had so much plastic surgery. And then the fat kind of grows around it. It is really astonishing. It's like th- people are leaving stuff on the floor. Do you
2: know what I mean? They're leaving money on the table. When I get that garlic butter, I know it's recuperating factors it has towards the human skin, which is why I absolutely slather myself in it. So I'm absolutely delectable to passers-by, and I get that moist
0: realness to my skin that only the most healthy bores can have. I mean, you know, he does look like an Italian tan. He's got, he does look like he's covered in garlic butter. And I want to lick that <laughs> sweet face of his. But then, so he goes out. He's eating 40 pizzas in 30 days. Berserker mode. <laughs> getting his calories, getting his cheese, getting his proteins, and getting his carbs. you think he's
1: just on a treadmill eating pizza? Like, just insane? Be like, I'm just going to ruin the day. They're going to ruin the day. And every day, with the reckoning. Reckoning's is coming have you-, you think at some point that he probably will have a piece of pizza that actually does hit his quality marker and then he freaks out like smashing the mirrors <laughs> in his home just being like they're
2: getting close to my secrets they're getting close you should be in pizza jail Every one of them should be putting in pizza in guantanamo bay and you should have things put inside
0: of themselves like i did in training school Absol- absolutely that is his mindset right now a day of reckoning is coming a day of reckoning is coming. I It's coming. I just, when, when are you, when have you ever said that? Like, a day of reckoning is coming is the precursor I mean, to every single mass ch- uh, atrocity that has ever happened in the world. I'm not going to not say
1: I haven't said it, like, real drunk alone in a hotel room by <laughs> myself before. Like, I think I have definitely said it looking out onto some city, just... Day of Reckoning is coming for each one of you. But I do that just to make myself feel better. I would never say it to a reporter.
0: No, especially once the reporter does know that you are in distress, you are angry, you were the former CEO, you did start this entire company. You You are Papa John. So I understand for him, he's just like, no, without me, there is no Papa John's. I think he's going to go, it's not going to be mass shooting. It's going to be mass bombing of Papa John's. <laughs> it's going to be some Weather Underground stuff. It's going to get crazy. And everyone is going to know it's him. He is like a super villain. He's just one of
1: those guys who seems to be like, I think, especially if you're in this area, like, imagine it's like he shows up everywhere. It's like the manager is the, from one Papa John's is at the grocery store and he just happens to see there's Papa John, <laughs> full Papa John's outfit on, fucking chef's hat at the various vegetables. Being like, I'm doing
2: quality control on the vegetables, trying to see if they're up to par for prop Papa John usage.
1: And she's been like, Sir, please leave me alone. Be like,
2: Know where you sleep. And it looks so comfortable. Sometimes I just want to crawl in there and I want to sleep with you.
0: Please just give me. Do you have any garlic butter on you? Ooh. I mean, they always do say true. Tr- like we're CEOs technically, but we're not Papa John. Right. I think to get to that <laughs> level of pizza success, you have to be a sociopath. I don't and know. So man. Now you've just taken away the only I thing think that alleviated people- his sociopathy. I think he's on the loose. I, the only
1: person that I can really point towards who is another pizza magnate is Herman Cain. <laughs> <laughs> Herman, Herman Cain, Cain is the uh, the last man of his stature to make. I mean, he. I guess he was vaguely almost president, but ah. like, that's pizza money. You know what I mean? He's another pizza lord. But he's but so still, imagine. But he's
0: still in charge of Godfather's Pizza. That's still Herman Cain.
1: I think that Herman Cain though kind of understands it, knows that Papa John's number one Papa John is bringing shame upon the pizza industry as a whole. Yeah. Unfortunately. He is doing, he's doing bad shit, and he's yep. further embarrassing himself. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised to see Herman Cain fucking suicide Papa John. Really? Suicide him. You think so? I could see either Papa John is going to do a systematic terrorist affront on every single Papa John's that exists, or Herman Cain is going to Epstein him, inside of his own home, but he'll do it real embarrassing, like they found him with a fucking vacuum tube up his asshole to get some kind of weird sucking thing out of his asshole,
0: and it pulled all his guts in there. That that could happen, and it is possible that Papa killed Epstein. We don't know. We don't know what Epstein knew. We Can don't know.
1: He, what I would give to find that out to be true. Yeah. I'd quit everything. I'd quit everything and become a, I would become a, a traveling troubadour just singing folk songs. <laughs> If that was real, because that would just make—I mean, like, woohoo, That's just the best story that ever, li- that ever existed. It's it just like what? What is he? What's even the purpose? I'll just sing the story from town to town, so that everyone knows yes. what it did, how how much it inspired me.
0: All you need is a soapbox and a story of Papa John's killing Jeffrey Epstein. You heard it here for, first, folks, on Side Stories. If that does turn out to be the case, but if you do get a chance, Herman Cain, listen to him on YouTube singing "Imagine There's No Pizza." It's the it's the greatest Imagine song of all time.
2: There's no pizza. It's not easy if you try honestly. Every time I do, I cry myself to sleep.
0: It's-
1: And I saw him. Oh, no, that's Herman Cain. Yes. Herman Cain did Imagine There's No Pizza. Yes,
0: it was incredible. I saw him over at, uh, what was I doing, Fox News. And I went up to him and I was like, that song makes me smile. And he looked at me very confused, like I was making fun of him. And I kind of was. But I also was very authentic because when I am very sad, I play Imagine There's No Pizza. And he does a great job. So if you're sad this Thanksgiving because you don't like your family. Listen to that and it makes you feel Or better. you
1: listen to the Puppy Mill episode of the Abe Lincoln's <laughs> Top Hat during fucking Thanksgiving. All right. Well, let's move I, on. All right. I'm just as a producer, I am just hey, I'm
0: questioning. I didn't even think about it because I don't believe in celebrating all of these uh, so-called holidays.
1: <laughs> this, is, this is getting sadder and sadder. <laughs> I'm going to try to make you feel better by, I will admit. So there was a, I'm going to do this a little brief before we get into another story. Uh. Ben Kissel, for a brief moment on Last Podcast and Left. Not yeah. that he hasn't been right before. Sure, sure. But I'm going to go ahead and say, officially, I apologize. Ugh, ugh. Wow. I apologize to you, Wow, Ben Kissel, for yelling at you and saying that you were incorrect about saying, Are, I don't think you're ready for this jelly. was not, in fact, from JLo, but from Beyonce. That's correct. This is what, that's that what I said. You were correct. Wow.
0: This is amazing.
1: When I thought was happening was I thought that you said that Beyonce was what JLo meant, which is why I was so concerned for your mental well-being. And wondering if you had, had ingested quite a bit of carbon dioxide from whatever choking yourself while you're masturbating. Well, carbon in di- your dioxide, hotel room. I don't think,
0: is that bad. You want carbon monoxide. That's the bad one. I don't know. But anyway, I, so I thank you, Henry. I appreciate I accept your apology and and now, yes. we can, if we can get to the other 3,000 reasons to apologize, we can do that over the years. Never. Okay, great. No, I actually thought that was uncomfortable to <laughs> never do that again. Um, all right. <laughs> I was accidentally correct about pop culture from 1997, uh, which is something I shouldn't even know. It does not matter if I know this information. I'm all incredibly I happy for you, though. J-Lo and A-Rod are a beautiful couple. And my friend served A-Rod at a bar recently, and she said he was very quiet and very nice. <laughs> All right. So what story? What an we, inspiring story. That's incredible. Good, right? um, what do you uh, want to talk about first year, Henry, other than Papa John's potentially been a serial killer?
1: We have a couple of fucked up stories that popped up in the news. One was this story that I'll just say, this is again, you know, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys are around with your family and your friends and yeah. and you're ready, you're ready to share some things that you learned from this week, like the story that came from Burke's Regional News, WFMZ-TV, about a man who killed a couple with a hammer and he set himself on fire. He also killed all the dogs and the cats in the house.
0: This is really brutal stuff. So it was a murder-suicide.
1: Yeah, it was a murder-suicide. It's from Reading, Pennsylvania. A Burke County couple died inside their home after Jeez. being hit multiple times with a hammer by a third person who then died after setting himself on fire inside a nearby garage, according to Pennsylvania State Police who revealed new details in the case during a news conference streamed live. Uh, Joanne DeLuca, 63 and Ira Reed, 60 were found dead late Saturday afternoon inside their home at 931 Chestnut Street in Union Township. If you want to go look at it
0: and I, go see what it looks like. I suppose so, but so one of the victims was found dead on the floor and the other one was found in the recliner and again which is where you'll be found subject to the head. But that the one in the recliner, that reminds me of Rob Zombie's Halloween. Do you remember that where where baby Michael Myers duct tapes his very abusive father and cuts his throat?
1: I was trying to see Halloween 2 this week because I watched the Rob Zombie remake of Halloween because, again, Mark, uh, Kissel and I are essentially Rob Zombie apologists, and we love him. I love but it. But I would say I love him, but I couldn't find Halloween 2 anywhere. This is taken away from the story. So what they just said was the man didn't even die from the flames. Jeez. He he covered himself in some form
0: of flammable substance, and he it looks like he died of smoke inhalation.
2: So,
0: w- but why did he do this? No one seems to really know. Um, also, found, I think again, it was one of those, I th- this is probably what, the beginning of one of those Snickers commercials. Uh, he was hangry. Yeah. It could be, and turns out the whole time he was Joe Pesci. Um, this is according <laughs> to uh, the police. They say one of our veteran investigators said it was the worst crime scene he's ever seen inside the house. Um, this is according to Lieutenant Scott Brennan. He said the dogs, and this is again because two dogs and two cats were killed. He said the dogs had their throat slit and the cats were stomped. Police said they had no record of been uh, had no record of having been dispatched to the house for problems in the past. So it's just like this is be careful with your friends and your family this weekend on Thanksgiving. You never know when an aunt or an uncle is going to snap, and all of a sudden they got a they got a hammer. But if someone's not holding a nail, standing by a piece of wood, that hammer is going into your head. Big thing is is that because of the holiday instead
1: of immediately shooting them with the, in the head in case the entire family's armed at dinner, I'd say give him a shot and dress him to the ground and get the hammer away from him and then ask him, hey, what are you thankful for? Right. Because sometimes when I am incredibly upset, it's really, really important to remember, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful uh. for that you pinned me to the ground and took this hammer from me because I was going to do something I was going to regret, number one. And I'm also thankful for, I love bar stool sports. This is your uncle. I'm just saying, just remember what you're thankful for this year, and then maybe if you're really feeling it, like if you're feeling the urge, like you had a dream that you were playing whack-a-mole with your entire family with a a hammer, just fucking lock up the hammers. Or take a couple of hammers and throw them in the lake. Just get rid of the Yeah, It
0: It seems like, and they don't have the identity of the perpetrator fully figured out yet, but it seems like it's most likely DeLuca's adult son, who lived with the couple? You also, oh. at some point, parents out there, and I'm not victim blaming whatsoever. But at some point, parents out there, get your kids out. You got to kick your kids out of the house. Well, you, that's got to be so
1: scary, like because we've talked about this in the past, like people that are like that. The I am Adam's mother, and all that came out of and of uh, the the idea of like you're with your child who you love. And you're desperately trying to take care of, and you are elderly, and you're living with this person who maybe, eventually, and you don't understand maybe just why yet, but you're becoming afraid of your son. Right. What do you do about that shit? When he's just going down there with a cantaloupe saying, see how easy this cantaloupe's explode, mom? Dad! Like when he's doing that in the
0: kitchen, like what do you what do you do about you this You got to call up Papa John and be like, "Can my son be CEO again?" <laughs> because having him around the house is scary as hell. Oh Honestly, my god, that what would a- be
1: so scary. Like this is the type of people that Papa John is going to fucking pull together like a like the Penguins army. It really, really. These are the type of people that Papa John is going to single out. Where he's going to. You remember how many
2: times I saved you? I save you from those angry feelings from late night, a late night out, or a late night just thinking about how you want to kill everybody with a hammer.
3: Yes, Papa. Yes. He's
2: like, come and join my Armageddon. Come and join the tidal wave that's going to wash all over this world.
0: I could see the Papa cult springing up any time now. That's the the day of reckoning is coming. That was straight up Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. That was a sentence that every supervillain has uttered at some point. in a society. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated How many platforms do I work on? So many platforms, can you believe it? Google Docs, work on that. Very complicated. Lots of different things going out. Clickety-clack, right? Slack, saying things to my employees. All, my, all my, my main dolgers walking around here. I make sure it changes cluck to the word I meant for it to say to everyone, but I try to say not curse words on Slack. What am I supposed to do about it? But Grammarly doesn't fix curse words, does it? Because Grammarly's too good for it. It's too classy. It's, Grammarly is an AI writing partner that helps you get work done faster with high quality writing. Because better writing means a stronger impact. The pen is mightier than the sword. Except when the sword is in the room. 96% of Grammarly users report that Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing and suggestions based on your audience goals and context. Can you believe it? and data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly. It's in its guts. All right, so Grammarly's great. Use it. I use it. I love its gentle harassment of my writing style because it does help me because sometimes my thumbs are faster than my eyeballs. Don't quote me on that. Get AI writing support that works where you work. Sign up and download for free at grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash
3: podcast. Easier said done. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than ten thousand different kinds of plants and over two million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you.
0: Speaking of disgusting things to talk about with your family, we also have a situation going on in Toronto right now, which we are going to actually be in very, very soon. You know what? This story is getting me so excited to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So police are investigating three separate incidents where a man dumped buckets of liquefied fecal matter. On just random people. Uh, This is like one of the most disgusting things I have seen. In a long time, they are diarrhea attacks. They have taken place in the last week. Maybe this man has been eating too much, Papa John. I don't know. But he dumped a bucket of liquefied fecal matter on three people, and then he just sprinted away. I guess all empty from the fact that his dookie is no longer inside of his body. The man is described as a black male in his 30s. He has a medium build, he's wearing a yellow hard hat, a blue shirt and gloves. He reportedly left behind his orange Home Depot bucket, Whoa, which Whoa, wait a second, he feces. wore gloves? He's wearing gloves because he's holding feces. He does understand it's disgusting. That's
1: incredible. He's a supervillain. Uh, he's he is- wearing gloves that shows premeditation. He knew he was going to get it all over his hands. <laughs>
0: It is disgusted.
1: So- wow! This is fucking. This is a thought virus gone wild. This, this is, so this is cool. a thought virus out there. Be concerned. Thanksgiving. There's Ugh. so many opportunities to get an entire family with a bucket of shit. Man, if you got so horny, right? Like, let's say you were made horny by this by this idea, right? The idea of like splacking a whole family uh-huh. with your with your liquid shoosh, right? Can you imagine? See a Nana there, and Papu there, and fucking... But all the new kids, little Gregory, just sure. turned eight. Oh, wow. They all got their nice sweaters on. You've been d- doing nothing but drinking culottas and eating Indian food. <laughs> just filling buckets with your rancid diarrhea, and you've been casing this family. And, you know, they've had a lot of changes this year. Maria got married. They Aww. got a kid on the way. Nice. Scott got a fucking... He got a promotion at work. Oh, you know, g- cousin Benjamin got a deal with Spotify. He's doing all good. these people. are They're ripe. They're ripe for catastrophe. Right. And just so fuck, that's got to make you so hard to just roll up on that fan like thing. Wearing a Papa John's uniform if you want to. But if then you be want delivery to. man.
0: And then just blech, getting everybody in one go. Oh, my. Like a Dookie Gallagher concert. That's not good. On November 22nd. This dude, he dumped a bucket of feces over the head of a man who was sitting inside the Roberts Library at the University of Toronto. Then he also unloaded feces on a woman there.
3: So (laughs) it looks like he's going after
0: readers, so I think we're safe. Uh, People did not know what was in the bucket until the odor set in. And then this is a quote. uh, They didn't know until the odor set in? No, this is a quote from an eyewitness. He says, the smell hit like two minutes later, and it was a real foul smell. He goes on to say, it's something like if you were working at a construction site, you know one of those mobile bathrooms, and you just went in there like a very concentrated feces-like smell. No
1: (laughs) No. I'm almost saying again, I'm not blaming no victim blames here. You
0: don't, but, Oh, that. you think that they should have smelled it coming? Yeah. I, Henry, it's a bucket of shit in a library. You are it's in a, a library. Bucket. You're knee deep in book 5 of Dune. You're talking about your controversial yeah. alien ideas. You you are so focused on this book. Next thing you know, you got a Santa Claus, but that ain't, he ain't bringing gifts. It's bringing duty. Well, the
1: first thing? The first thing you wonder is being cuz like you sit there, and you, you smell them, and you're like, oh, somebody just farted. There's no way that fumes were not coming off this bucket
0: of dookie. I don't know. The, the witness said the dude poured everything out of what looked to be a 20-liter bucket. That is, wow. like, a lot. That is, like, how is wow. that person still alive? If wow. you crap 20
1: liters, aren't you dead? If I was the mayor of Toronto, I'd up security. Oh, like if, totally. I, I think there should be more police presence on the streets of Toronto. Sure. And then maybe we're looking at, or is this a backdoor way to create martial law?
0: Because I mean, the, did you see it, a little bit th- different, but we talked about this on top of it, they just renewed the Patriot Act.
1: Yes, this is where it starts. <laughs> this is crazy. This is where it starts. More feces attacks on the streets, because that's a good, subtle way. Of getting people scared and wanting the police. Because not would not be offended about getting sprayed with a whole bucket
0: of some homeless person's liquid shit. Or maybe he's got a job. Maybe I, he's got a home. He definitely hates libraries. That's all I know. Because then the other attack was two days later. He struck at York University Scott Library around 5 p.m. He entered the library with a bucket and poured liquefied feces on an unsuspecting man sitting at a table before he ran away. At some point, don't they have a security guard? Like, you know at Sam's no. Club? the security guards let me see your receipt let me make sure you got everything you're not stealing stuff at some point isn't there a security guard at these libraries just being like what's in the bucket
1: they're just checking library cards they're not fucking packing I they're guess not so. strapped with shit and if you're the 90 year old woman that's checking library cards with the thing you really gonna secret service yourself between you, you got like maybe you got a knitting class to go to I ain't got time to get fucking liquid shit all over this nice Christmas
0: sweater I got that I'm trying to impress my knitting group with. You gotta take the bullet. You gotta take the poo-poo bullet in this case. Your security, your front lines, you're the last line of defense to protect the great people of the library trying to read from smelling like dung.
1: Legit. I'd rather get shot or knifed. I would would be more likely Hmm. to jump in front of a person with a gun or a knife than I would with somebody with a bucket of liquid shit. Hmm.
3: Because you just uh, go to the
1: hospital. be a real
0: time thing. Yeah. Right.
1: Think think about this. Because you just go to the hospital. A lot of times, if you can't, like, you hopefully will not die. But if you get stabbed a couple times, you get stabbed. I mean, it's off, It's awful. But you get stitched up. You get some of that shit in your mouth. We don't know what he's weaponized <laughs> this shit with yet either. Because he could have hepatitis. He could.
0: I wouldn't you put it past
1: him. Yeah. He could have something in there. Because that's a big thing you're saying with the eating butt craze. Is
0: more hepatitis is going around. I've heard this myth that that they're spreading around. So this is according to the Toronto police. I mean, I don't know. I feel like bullets really hurt and you could probably. That's tough to say. I don't know. But Toronto police spokesman Victor Kwan said the suspect uh, didn't say anything during the attacks. And this is a quote. He said, it was a dump and run. Kwan said the victims are obviously disgusted. He also said the police can't provide advice on how to protect oneself from being a victim of a poop-related incident. So the I police say, were literally like, you know what, society, This in this case, you're on your I own. Handle it.
1: You got to handle this. <laughs> I'll say as the chief of police at Toronto, I think it's really important for everybody to get some tactical umbrellas. (laughs) Because that's a really main way. If you really want to figure out a way to, to defend yourself, I'd get yourself a raincoat.
0: Dude, it is crazy. The cops literally. This is the, the the cop continues. There's absolutely nothing we could ever say to someone who is trying to go about their everyday business to prevent something like this from happening. The cops <laughs> are literally. This is so Canadian. This is so Canadian. In America, it would be like, well, we got a we got a new uh, we got a poop force. Uh, we've got a hundred fifty oh, yeah, no, officers got, on this. These are Dookie drones. Yeah, we got Dookie for you. And in Toronto, yeah. they're just like, oh, that uh, is above our pay grade. Do you remember when that entire town was fucking gripped with fear by the two 17 year olds? I do. I do. It's the same thing. But same I feel thing. like at least but at least the seventeen year olds, so, the cops are like, oh, we can do something about this. But they are just straight up like, nope, game over. He he found a way to destroy all of our communities
1: by poop. I'm just gonna say this as our Canadian listeners. You guys need to go out there and defend yourselves against these poopy bandits. I know yeah. that the police, the police have let you down. So what you gotta do, start, see a guy walking with a bucket down the street, uh-huh, you gotta give him a hard time. Especially if he's wearing gloves. Absolutely. Not, and he doesn't look like a construction worker. If he doesn't look, if he doesn't have like a tool belt on with it, if he's just free willing, especially if he goes, here comes the Duke. <laughs> like if he's screaming that you gotta get this guy. One of you's got to be a hero. One of you's got to be a hero, and we
0: need a let's roll moment from a, a brave citizen of Toronto. We need a United Flight 93 moment. This is according to Police Chief Mark Saunders. He said they're serious offenses. He says uh, if you can identify the person, please call us. But then he says until then, we suggest avoiding campus libraries. That's it. It's just don't go to the li- like. There's been three dookie That's attacks, and their response is oh. Don't go to the libraries. Why? Libraries
1: on? are now forbidden. You know what they should do? You know what's a real way to do this is to put some of those. Um, what's that drug that you could take that makes you not shit anymore? Heroin. No.
0: <laughs> it gets heroin.
1: <laughs> it's got stuff. There's like anti diarrhea medication.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, uh, yeah, I mean, a whole bread, a, a, a loaf of bread. No, you got to get Imodium. Imodia. I think I
1: think this is a really good time for the if the if if the huh, if these various pharmaceutical companies want to step up and show that maybe maybe we should trust them again. Weaponize emodium mm-hmm. in Canada, like an emodium spray, like something. Put it in the water. So is this maybe- sort
0: of, is this like glass where we have a man who can obviously shit yes. on command? And we need to find a man who has not shat in like five years to yes. take on. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, that could work. That he could needs work. an antithesis. And yeah. then we'll see,
1: yes, this is the beginning, this is the beginning of a new Unbreakable. <laughs> All right, here, so this is, I don't know what the hell is going to happen in Toronto. I can't wait to go. Cannot so wait. So buy those tickets um, to our Toronto show. It might be sold out, I'm not certain. I think, I think it might be sold out.
0: And don't go to the library beforehand, because you're going to come to our show covered in doogie. What if this is Amazon? You think this is an Amazon-inspired crime? This is another one. Maybe Amazon's doing the crime. To get martial law, although to be fair with Canadians, to I get the libraries. feeling if 9-11 happened in Canada, they'd be like, well, we just won't have buildings anymore. Like, they went to, like, the, the U.S. is like, Patriot Act surveil, we're going to d- screw the Constitution. And in Canada, they're just like, nope, you're not going to want to have a building.
1: I'm sorry, these buildings, anything above seven feet, is really too vulnerable <laughs> to be used by terrorists. So we're going back to underground, and we're living in huts. Aww. So everybody's sleeping now, lying on the ground. I love it. Um I have this one another fucked up story that came out again. happy Thanksgiving missing pregnant Mansfield woman found dead in apparent homicide. This is by w h i o television mm. um in uh, by the breaking news staff in Dayton, Ohio, the body of a missing Mansfield woman was found Monday in an abandoned home on West Stewart Street. A few days after her boyfriend was found shot to death in a different house on the same block, so this Damn. is very mysterious. There's obviously some details will come out about this story. The body was that of a 20 year old Kyla Hayton. Dayton Police uh, Lieutenant Jason said. Jason Hall said, and Hayton's death is being investigated as a homicide. We so the other so, one because the the boyfriend was found missing earlier in the month. So so along with the girlfriend. the girlfriend, killed the boyfriend. No clue. She was pregnant. No, it seems like uh, right now a person of interest in the case, thirty-year-old Larry Dwayne Rogers, was arrested early Saturday morning on unrelated gun charges and is being held in Montgomery County Jail. Oh, so we don't know anything about the details of this. It's just highly mysterious to have two different bodies separated in two different abandoned homes. That is
0: crazy. So we'll have to do a follow-up on that after the Thanksgiving holiday and figure out if this guy was the one that did it, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I guess so. It's something fun for after Thanksgiving.
0: Yep, for after Thanksgiving. Don't For after Thanksgiving. Absolutely. So this
1: next story, I'm not going to include your personal information in this because it's going to be brutal for you. Um, So what I am just going to do is say, if you know anything, email us. I lost my sweet cockatiel Vega on eleven sixteen, and I'm completely heartbroken and desperately trying to locate her. Would it be possible for you to ask people to keep an eye out for her on the next side stories? She's lost somewhere in Brookhaven, Georgia. She is a pied cockatiel with a yellow head, orange cheeks, and mostly gray and white body. She has a little gray stripe above her right eye and a dark stripe on her beak. She's offering a $500 cash reward for her return. So if you have any... Any information on this email side stories LPO at gmail.com please I know that the, there will be bits sent to us but if you really do have information on this lost parrot I feel like we could help she Get said this she cockatiel. has a listing on her there's a listing on her on 911 parrotalert.com
0: I didn't know that existed but go watch Ace Ventura learn from the master and then go find this cockatiel Yeah, look at
1: guys' penises in the urinal. (laughs) It's Vega, V as in vagina, E, G as in Greg, and the letter A, Vega.
0: You didn't do anything with the E or the A? I don't know why I don't ever do that. Huh, interesting. Well, let's just talk briefly, not about real animals, but about the police state that we live in. Cops have, in Massachusetts... Cops now have, from Boston Dynamics, the creators of the end of the world, they have a dog-like robot. They're calling it Spot, but it's not Spot. It's not a real dog. It's a demon creature. And they're using this robot, and it is terrifying. It's raising questions from Silver Liberty advocates. The state's bomb squad had Spot on loan from the Waltman-based Boston Dynamics for three months, starting in August until November. And uh, the documents do not reveal a lot of details about the dog's exact use. but a I've seen the documents. You've seen the documents. They said it's a mobile remote observation device to provide troopers with images of suspicious devices or potentially hazardous situations. This is according uh, to state policeman spokesperson David Procopio, he says robot technology is a valuable tool for law enforcement because of its ability to provide situational awareness of potentially dangerous environments aka the war against the machines has begun as i have been saying for a long time and henry when you are put in cuffs when you are getting barked at by one of these fake robot dogs very real robot dogs i think you're gonna change your tune about your love of these robot overlords
1: you know it's really difficult, right? Because as a citizen of the united as a citizen of the United States and as a person, I am concerned about law enforcement using robots. But as a sci-fi nerd, I look at this and I get so raging and hard. I get so uh, my knee, my knees start jumping because it is Snow Crash. That is comes. That but is not, straight from Snow Crash. But that's not fun in real it life. It is so. It is so much fun. Idea wise, it's so. It's so cool. Idea wise, because it's starting to happen. All the books I was reading about are starting Ugh. to happen for real, and I. It makes me so excited that I. That's my problem. I'm one of those. I get that I'm a part of the problem. But if I am half cyborg, I will
0: begin to truly understand where they come from on their end as well. You're half cyborg. You're never going to be half cyborg. (laughs) It's never. But Henry, that's like all the people being like, I think we got to protect the billionaires. You never know when I'm going to be a billionaire. You're never going to be a half cyborg. That's going to be like Jeff Bezos is they're going to do it. Elon Musk is already going to do it. I am
1: comfortable with the dissonance of thinking both sides of understanding in one way. It is very bad for humanity, but also, on the other side, it's fucking rock and roll, tubular fucking, give me that nug, give me that shit, want to see that fucking dog dance around, because it's a cool ass cyber dog, Now I'd be fucking all about it being in my home as my pet. You wait until like- it,
0: You wait until it sexually assaults Wendy.
1: The goal is, is to get the dog, if you can get one on your own, and retrofit it so that you have the same tools against the government. I think that's now important. If we want to talk mm. about straight-up robot control— That's where we're going to get to a whole new world of debate where it's like, what if it gets what if we as private citizens could also have access to some of these these robots? And there is more private companies that will allow us at home to purchase a guard dog robot that we can use to defend against the police state's robots.
0: Well, I don't know if we can afford that at this point, and I don't know if they're going to let us have them.
1: But we'll see. I'm certain that there will be private companies that will see the need for this and begin to create affordable attack robots that you can use in your home, much
0: like you'd use a gun, right? Is that that so far off? No, I don't think that is that far off. This robot has a 360-degree low-light camera and an arm. I don't remember dogs having an arm like that, like that can be used (laughs) to open doors and stuff, but But whatever. That's the best
1: part about building your own dog.
0: Yeah. And this is according to um, this is according to the company. They say it, this dog is not intended to physically harm or intimidate people. Its very existence is indeed intimidating. And then they said uh, part of our early evolution process with customers is making sure we're on the same page for the usage of the robot. So up front, we're very clear with our customers that we don't want the robot being used in a way that can physically harm someone. Because See? you know that's the way that human beings do. Human beings they don't said it. They said it. All we do is create things that harm people. That is like in our genetic code. I'm
1: just saying it should be equal. If they can have them, we should also be able to have them as people. So part of it is get on it. If you're part of a private robotics company, tell us inside stories, lpotl at gmail.com, how you plan to go about making these attack robots also acquirable by the human population. We got to be able to get out there and use these robots against them. So well, it's for me, as long as I also have an army of robot dogs, and again, everyone's going to say, oh, it's robot dogs, there's robot dogs, we're, not es- we're escalating it. Yeah, we're escalating it, because it's going one way on the other side, so we have to compete on the other side. We got to do it. Got to get these robot dogs
0: to help attack the other robot dogs. Mutual assured dog destruction. It ain't right. But this will not be the first time that a dog has actually already killed someone. Remember the sniper in, now of course, granted, this person was going crazy. But in 2016, this dude who killed the five cops, they used a robot armed with explosives to explode him. So it's already happening. And let's look no further than that self-driving car who also ran into that woman.
1: It's fucking sweet.
0: It's not good. It's not good.
1: I know it's not, but it's also great. It's not good, but it's also fun as hell.
0: Uh, you have a, such a strange idea of what's fun. I. This just, is just one I, of the areas where I am more. I am more. I'm not even. This is not even conspiracy. This is just happening. They're coming for. They're coming for our rights. they already. I happening. know,
1: but we have to get. That's why we got to race to make sure we can acquire these robots. But they're,
0: they're not. I like the
1: Cybertruck.
0: I, the Elon Musk Cybertruck, which for some reason it looks he, like he did not it's do pixelated. that. Well. No, he that did was not, not
1: that a well. good rollout. That was not a good rollout. No, you get to drive inside of a car from original PlayStation. Yeah, but I'm not in Twisted Metal. I don't I know, dude. But you can make it Twisted Metal. You make it every day Twisted Metal by scaring people
0: on the road with your Cybertruck. But you're not John Ritter in the movie. Stay tuned. If you get sucked into the reality, it's a waking nightmare.
1: It's already happening. It's already sliding in. I know well, this you already we already have, have stop it. it. We how do we stop it? I think the cyber. You know what we they, need to
0: do? Support the Buckets fun full of dookie. Buckets full of dookie. This is
1: what's happening. This is why it's starting to happen. It's starting to come from the ground up. You know what it is? I want. I love the fun parts of the far future dystopia, and don't like the not fun parts. There are fun parts. All of the fun cars. All the fun tech. That's fun. That's the best part about hard sci-fi.
0: Yeah. Three, three boobs know? also, Total Recall also hit on three boobs, and is, is that possible? I don't know, but maybe. I'll um, look at him. Sure, sure, absolutely. All right. All right, let's do Hero. Hero. This Hero of the Week, she's actually, you know, this isn't so much in jest. She really is. A a badass. Yeah, you made a good choice. This is actually like a choice. She is a hero. Yes, she is. She's an 82-year-old. She works out constantly. She's very, very buff. A man made a horrible decision by breaking into her apartment. She is the World Natural Powerlifting Federation's Lifter of the Year in 2014. Again, 82 years old. Um, she messed up this dude. So she was just hanging out. She was getting ready for bed on a Thursday night when a man less than half her age rang the doorbell. The dude said he had been shot, so she grabbed her phone to dial 911. Murphy told WHEC, I'm giving them my address and guess what happens? Boom! He breaks into my house and he's in the living room. So she she reached for a TV tray and started wailing on his behind. Yeah, dude. The intruder grabbed a table and fell backwards and Murphy... Murphy dumped a bottle of shampoo on his face. Uh, Murphy had forgotten about the police dispatcher on the other end of the line, but authorities arrived shortly after and took the man to the hospital. Murphy told ESPN last year that her three-day-a-week workout routine at Rochester's YMCA included bench-pressing, deadlifts, and strict curls. And so she just beat the hell out of this guy, and I think she is the hero of the week. She really is. You saw the
1: ones, and she took a good picture with all the cops because they're all like, this lady was a fucking badass. She literally like beat the shit out of this dude who got in her, came to her house, which was pretty great.
0: Willie Murphy, you are this week's Hero of the Week. 82 years old. Keep at it. Keep on crushing. Um, and I'm just very proud. I, I just love that this guy is going to end up going to jail and just be like, so how'd you get caught? He's like, oh, home invasion. And then I got my ass kicked by an 82-year-old woman. She just fucking ripped it up. I love her. I love her. All right, Willie Murphy, you are this week's Hero of the Week. Here we go. I got some listener
1: letters. This comes from B. As I was listening to episode Sexual Liaisons with the Alien, I was immediately taken aback about the hair wrapped around the penis. Hmm. I was surprised to hear this because I am a nurse and had a patient who came in with the same thing. He was admitted to the hospital for cardiac reasons. This patient had a hair tied in a knot just under the head of his penis the hair had caused an ulcer to form all the way around his penis and caused a hole underneath deep enough to see into his urethra which we found out by placing a foley catheter and could see the catheter through the hole no one could understand how this happened now i wonder was it alien's <laughs> but the reality is that this man was a registered sex offender. He had many mental illnesses, and we found many more hairs tied during his stay. So it's safe to say he was tying them himself.
0: Oh God! Okay, very not. It's not always aliens. Is that what we're learning today? Yes. Not, not always, but most sometimes of the time.
1: it's something worse and bad yes. than that. Here we go. This is a really interesting story. My haunted house killed my father. Sorry to start this off. I'd just like to say quick hail, Jeff, as my dad was the dopest motherfucker, which is very nice to hear. Hail
0: yourself, Jeff.
1: Okay. So, for the past two years or so, there's been insane paranormal activity. In hindsight, all the activity seemed focused around my dad. One night, a bottle of barbecue sauce was flung from the counter in the kitchen, except it flew in such a way that it left a perfect dollop of sauce in a dish before going across the room and all over the floor. My dad was the only one in the kitchen. He'd gotten scratched on multiple occasions. A beer can flew six feet into the air and flew across the room. He and my mother were both present. He saw a face on a statuette we had morph and move and look at him. Important note, that's like fucking Haunted Mansion. My father was not a stoner, nor was he the type to have vivid hallucinations. The final examples I'll list here are the most recent and strange. Vultures have been circling around our house quite a bit. Some had even gotten into our trash, unusual for vultures. And less than a week ago, a light fixture in our laundry room fell and hit him in the head, and the final act was his death. My father didn't have any heart conditions. He wasn't in the best shape by any means, but he was pretty healthy. And sure, freak, ag- freak accidents happened, but my father specifically said he felt something was targeting targeting him, and something in this house killed him. He was going up the stairs, and he just fell. He wasn't drunk, and the EMTs believe it was a heart attack. I'm sure to some it's not that apparent, but my house was evil, and it killed my father. There are Whoa. forces in this world we cannot see or understand, but they are real, and some of them are pure evil. Be
0: safe out there, and hug your loved ones close. I agree. Be careful at Thanksgiving, man. We got we got poop monsters out there. We got demon spirits out there. Robots, dog robots. Oh, my God. Now, this came from a listener
1: who saw this story on Reddit and then contacted the Reddit user to see if we could read it on the show. And okay. I'm going to read it on the show. And he said it would be okay with you guys. Um, so this came from... A Ask Reddit thread about some of the old mysteries of the internet. Some similar government conspiracy sounding stuff happened to me years ago. I started a VPN business circa 2009, right around the time of the Arab uprising and before the VPN business market was as popular as it is now. Most providers were deploying PPTP and OpenVPN, but I deployed SSTP, which works over port 443, uses regular HTTPS, and work with the built-in Windows VPN client. You understand, Kissel, right? I
0: I understood every single thing you just said, yeah.
1: Needless to say, in the span of about three months, I had massive signups from China, the Middle East, and Northern African countries. I never made an effort to hide my identity, and ran the business out of my house. One day the proverbial men in black showed up. Black suits, sunglasses, black suburbans and so on. Only they had the olive covered the olive-colored skin of someone who was of Middle Eastern or North African descent. They asked for me by name, asked if I ran XYZ VPN service, identified themselves as diplomatic representatives from an embassy in DC, and politely asked me if they could come in and ask me some questions. I was young then, so I said, sure, come on in. Well, the meeting didn't last very long. They started asking me if I understood what was happening with the Arab Spring. They refer- they referenced Egypt specifically. And asked if I would block users from certain countries being able to connect to my service if they requested. Hmm. When I said no, not without a court order, they became agitated and then asked who else was involved in helping me with the business. They then started naming my mom, my sisters, my daughter, who didn't live with me, and several of my close friends. It was the scariest moment of my life, and I was sitting there alternating between panic and disbelief. I told them that none of these people were involved, and they said, okay, well, why don't you think about what the best thing for you to do is, and we'll be back in touch. I spoke to some friends in the security world, and all of them said to just shut it down. Even if they didn't do something criminal, they'd probably just sue me in a bankruptcy. So after starting a VPN biz, and in three months after having hundreds of customers, I refunded all my customers for any unused services and shut my doors literally overnight. I never heard from them nor got a visit from the Middle Eastern men in black ever again.
0: Damn. Very interesting. Very
1: scary. All right. Very, very interesting. Hey, man, and that's it. That's what I got. Also, I want to say thank you to all of the people that sent us information about dissociative identity disorder, yes. D.I.D. We got so much interesting information, and it's going to help us fuel a further episode that we have in the works. And it's really, really fuck. Thank you so much for the information. I love when professionals email us about this kind of stuff that we can really learn about. Because yeah. Kissel and I are, uh, you
0: know. We're a work in progress. That's what, that's yeah. what I'll say. We're a work. That's, we are in progress. We always love learning more and more and more and more and yep. more until we die. Until we um, dead. Until we're dead. Yes. Thank you for those. Uh, a lot of those emails that we got about did, um, were extremely personal. And so thank you for sharing your stories with us. And if we were of the capacity intellectually to really do a deep dive into the medical condition that it is, we would do so. But we would not, uh, We I don't think we would do it much of a service right now. So thank you all yeah. so much for that. And again, if you want to email us, sidestorieslpotl at gmail.com. That's sidestorieslpotl at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what stories you want to hear. Let us know what heroes of the week you got. And uh, yeah, whatever spooky tales you want to share with us. We always love to hear them. You got there and live every day like ass costs $4 and you got five.
1: You know what I mean? Laugh. You got to laugh. That's not much of a laugh. The <laughs> reckoning is coming.
2: The reckoning is coming.
1: <laughs> laugh like you know your own personal reckoning is coming. And that you're going to go out there and you're going to equalize every single person that's ever wronged you in this life. And I assure you, you put that intention out there, you will start felling your enemies one by one by one mm-hmm. and you gotta love watching the surprise look on each one of your enemies as they see finally finally the knife that was in your boot is unsheathed and it is deep inside of their heart and they know then that you have been patient enough to wait and wait to the proper moment when they were their most vulnerable and then you laid waste to them in their futures
0: Well, don't do any of that, but you should live, laugh, and love. I think that that's good. Don't stab anyone over Thanksgiving. Uh, There's certainly no hammers No no hammers, no dookie buckets. Not not in America. No, not happening. Um, All right, everyone. Seriously, have a great Thanksgiving, and we will be back next week. This week, we do not have... have no last pod this week. Yeah, no
1: last pod um, this week. We're going dark. The network's going dark, except for Kissel's fucking incredibly depressing show about turning <laughs> dogs into food. It is informative. The, and life- The network is going dark for one week, uh, because we're just we're going to have a, a week with our families and do this shit. We'll be back next week. we got a bunch of fucking stories lined up. We can't wait to get back in the last pod. We've got a bunch of new stuff lined up for December. Yep. And the research has already begun for episode 400, Can which I is wait. going
0: to be- Incredibly thick. Mind-blowing indeed. Uh, thanks for everyone who came out to Portland, Maine. Do to you. Northampton. Nor- Northampton. And, of course, to Buffalo. Thank you all so much. We had a great weekend uh, in the Northeast, and everyone was just incredibly sweet, so thank you all so much.
1: All uh, our boys, and we got, had a lot of fun Northampton. Shout-out to Timmy. Shout-out to
0: Sarah. And give a shout-out to Stega. 666, finally met y'all. So nice to meet you, dude. So Absolutely. Fucking- and then, of course, we also had a great time in Buffalo where Henry and I went bar hopping and we saw a total of four people and we were two of them at every bar. Nobody was out. <laughs> we we went on a bar crawl. Like we went to like
1: four bars and we yeah. didn't see anybody. Uh, and there was that, that. Was it the
0: Irishman? The Irishman. That's where everyone said to go. And they- it was terrible. <laughs> but everybody <laughs> just, else was great. They were Loughlin's just mean to was us really for nice. no reason. Just, yeah, very mean. I don't know why they were mean to us, but whatever. We're, we're, we're too, we're too weird-looking gingers, you know. I guess what what should we expect? The world hasn't evolved that much, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magusta oh, oh, my. And get out there and support Papa John. No, don't support Papa John. Papa John is a bad person. Oh, support Domino's. Sure. All right.
1: This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Fluffy bread,
3: fresh tortillas, classic burger buns, and so
0: many carbs. Carb fear is real, but Hero Bread makes healthier versions of the carb-heavy favorites we love the most. We're talking fewer calories, zero to two grams net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and seriously great taste.